Welcome to Bangalore Revival Center. Here we dream revival and serve people with love. Today we have Pastor Robin bringing the word talking about the mercies of God. Stay tuned to learn more. So today we're going to talk about something that my spiritual father spoke uh, on the first on 2nd of May. Uh, he he shared and you know he declared this month as a month of worship and this is what he declared you know his mercies endures forever okay the most quoted bible verse the most memorized bible verse everybody knows everybody knows okay uh, and today also you know when pastor kachi was was leading worship he did mention you know his his mercy endures forever his uh, the other translation they say his steadfast love okay his faithfulness his kindness so every translation uh, mentions uh, different uses different words to 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 show his love god's love to show god's mercy to show god's kindness and it endures forever okay now you know we go, we going to pick up every word we going to uh, uh, learn a little deep into each and every word now before we begin i want to ask everybody do you know the dictionary meaning of mercy trust me when when i read the the dictionary meaning of mercy i was like wow it was like a revelation for me all right does anybody know everybody knows mercy mercy god mercy god is merciful his mercy endures forever his mercy is over me but what is the meaning of mercy can anybody tell me what's the meaning of mercy i don't want you to share what mercy god has shown to you okay we we if, if we will list all those mercy that we have experienced but what is the meaning of mercy okay we are not eligible all right all right uh, let's read it out okay it's it's a, it's a literal dictionary meaning of the word mercy it's it says compassion of forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm okay can we read that again compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or to harm okay punish or to harm all right now if you notice we are talking about his mercy okay now who is his god god the father okay and now with all your knowledge with all your experience uh, the, with all you knowing god do you think that our god the father will harm us no no why correct there's a verse in the bible that i will never harm you okay there are so many instances in the bible where god promised that i will never harm you all right now i have a question to ask all right we all read uh, the old testament okay the first five books of the bible uh, especially during these months you know the first quarter of the year where we start a bible plan and it's always into genesis exodus number deuteronomy leviticus number and deuteronomy just for an instance only okay just for example or illustration purpose if you are in place of god okay or if you were god and you see all the uh blunders and the way the israelite behaves and the way they rebelled they pointed against moses against every leader they had they grumbled okay 
what would you do? What would you all have done? Okay, I want everybody who's watching online to, to comment and tell us, what would you do if you see the Israelites, especially after they came out of uh, Egypt, okay, in the book of Exodus, and, and after giving instructions after instruction, law after law, what would you have done? Pastor, I'll, I'll start with you. What would you have done? <laughs> Definitely not forgive, okay? What else others would have done? One tight slap. One tight slap. You would have punished and harm also because the slap hurts. Okay? You know, some, has anybody got a slap with fingerprint? Okay? Yeah. Praise God. Praise God for those slaps. Okay? That's one reason we are here. All right? So, uh, so that's what we would have done. All right? But here is a God who says that my mercy endures forever, okay? That even though if you have done so much of blunder, you have rebelled against me, you have not obeyed my command, and you have hurted me over and over and over and over again, okay? I have chosen not to punish you. The, yes, there were a little punishment given. You know, they, they lost the, the opportunity to be in the land flowing with milk and honey, okay? But trust me, that was a very less punishment, okay? Now, if you want to understand how to show mercy as a human being, you need to go and sit and talk with parents, okay? Especially mother and father, not parents, mother and father, okay? You go and talk to them and, you know, if you want to understand the real meaning or definition of, of mercy, you know, a father and mother, especially when they have small kids, uh, below five years of age, five to eight, you know that they keep doing mistake again and again. But what do we do? Do we punish them? Yes, we punish them a little bit. Why? So that they'll become better. Okay, that's what God did. Okay, so if we being so earthly, uh, we show mercy to people around us, here is a God that we serve, here is a God that, that shows us that His mercy, you know, Yet we were sinner. We, we're going to pick a few references. We're going to read a few Bible verses, which shows that God is so merciful. He, he loves us so much. He's so kind that He forgives all our iniquities, all our mistakes. All right? Now, is there anybody here who feels that God has not shown mercy over my life? Okay, wrong question. Tell me, like, if you feel that God has shown mercy in your life, please raise your hand. Okay, I want everybody watching online to put a hands up smiley in the, in the comment. Right? Now, you know, everybody, one way or the other, have experienced God's mercy. All right? But here's one question I want to ask you. You don't have to answer me. You answer it to yourself. Have we acknowledged enough all the mercy that God has shown us. Okay? You know, there's a, there's a saying which says, like, you know, don't take grace for granted. Okay? Now, I think uh, we, because it's been emphasized so much, you know, don't take grace for granted, don't take grace for granted, we, we've, re we've realized and we've come to a place where we don't take grace for granted. But what about His mercy? Okay? Now, God, you know, He has 
the full authority. He has the full power. You know, our God is a sovereign God to punish or harm us. Okay? Because what we have done. And everybody knows what they have done in their life. Okay? But God chose to have mercy over our life. So, you know, I'm here to encourage that, that never lose an opportunity to acknowledge, to honor for His mercy that He keeps showing over your life. Okay? And, and this month is the best month, you know. As we worship, okay, every month, every day till this month is over, make sure that you worship with a place of reverence where you you understand what is his mercy, you acknowledge his mercy, and keep doing that, all right? Now, uh, you know, the moment uh, this, this phrase came in the, uh, when Pastor Shaiju said, like, no, his mercy endureth forever, uh, he referred from King, King James Version. So I have a habit, you know, uh, I go to a website called Bible Gateway, uh, no brand ambassador, no affiliation, but you know, it's a very nice website where you get a lot of translation, Okay, and it's easy for you to do cross-reference and see a verse. And I started searching in the Bible where all it's mentioned. You know, that's my basic pattern of, of Bible study. Like if, if, if Pastor Priji uh, shared about hope, what I'll do is I'll go home and whenever I have to do my Bible study, uh, I, I just sit on my laptop and I just look for the word hope and I start reading all the verse about hope, all right? So I did for... Uh, I, I did search for the word, your mercy endures forever. And there were three instances, uh, in fact, four instances. It's, it's mentioned, we, uh, like the word mercy, I, I believe it's, it's, it's mentioned more than 250 times in the Bible. But the entire phrase, your mercy endures forever, or in other translation, your steadfast love endures forever, okay? I did a research, search, and I figured out it's mentioned prominently in in three sections, in three portions, in three Bible, three or four Bible chapters. So the first instance where it's mentioned, it's, it's in First Chronicles chapter 16, all right? This is a place where, where David brings the Ark of God into the city of Jerusalem, all right? And when he is bringing, uh, he, he ensures that uh, all the priests are consecrated and, you know, they wear the best best attire, and when they bring the ark to the city of Jerusalem, David uh, sings a song. And in that song, he mentions in verse 34 that his mercy endures forever. Okay? His steadfast love endures forever. So that's the first instance. Okay? Now, the second instance is in Second Chronicles chapter 5 and 7, where Solomon, his son, Okay, uh, so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, I was so blessed, you know, uh, two weeks back, uh, Pastor Preeti shared about, about uh, how the, the worshippers worshipped and, and in the glory cloud field. And the next week, I see uh, Prophet Chaiju, Pastor Chaiju sharing the same verse. And, you know, it was like, trust me, we are in so much sing, uh, you know, like that, that the word keep coming back to us again and again and again. And that's one reason I'm also sharing the same portion or the same context because when something comes coming back again and again, it's, it's, it's something that God is speaking to his church in this season. And we have to pay careful attention to that. Right. So here, uh, Solomon builds the temple and he starts... Uh, doing sacrifice and, and he collects all his priests and all the instrument 
And in, in Second Chronicles chapter 5 and chapter 7, they mention the line that his mercy endures forever. You know, the entire priest, they sing the song that his mercy endures forever. All right? Now, you need to understand, David wrote the song, okay, in, in, in First Chronicles 16, okay, and Solomon followed it. Okay, so it's, it was, I believe like, you know, whatever David did, uh, the, the blunder he did, but he was a man after God's own heart. He was a warrior, he was a king, he was a successful man, he was a faithful man, and he was a worshiper. Okay, and one thing he did is he made sure that he passed what he learned to his son. Okay, so it's very important that, you know, uh, he had a revelation, you know, in the, uh, before First Chronicles, there were so many mentions of the word mercy in the Bible, you know, it's been mentioned, uh, Moses writes, and, and every author of the Bible before, they mention about the word mercy. But David has a revelation, and he wrote a song that, yes, God shows mercy, but his mercy endures forever. All right, so his mercy is not temporary. His mercy is not only short-lived or only for that moment, but his mercy endures forever, okay? See, you need to understand one thing. When you're dealing with God, you're dealing with eternity, okay? It's not something that you do, you know? You don't worship God for just 30 minutes or one hour every week, you know? If you're dealing with God, your worship is for eternity because that's your job description. You know, when you go to heaven, your job description would have only one line, worship. Okay, it won't have any other uh, job description or, or KRI or KRA, you know, nothing like that. Only one job description, worship. Because that's what angels have been doing. And that's the same thing that we'll be doing, okay? So, when you deal with God, and when you deal with things of God, just remember, it's for eternity. If you take grace for granted, okay, there are implications which will be there for eternity. Okay, do you want me to mention that? Or I have a very smart church? All right. So the first instance is in David, First Chronicles chapter 16. The second instance where the word, uh, th this phrase is mentioned is in Solomon. The third is mentioned in Ezra. Okay, where Joshua, son of Josadak and Zerubbabel. Okay, so Je Zerubbabel was the high priest and Ezra is the author. And this happens after they, they were sent back from their exile in Babylon. Okay, so when Nebuchadnezzar, he took uh, the, the entire Israel to captive into Babylon. Okay, and I think the king of uh, Persia, he let all the Israeli go back to their, uh, their own, uh, own city, King Cyrus. And uh, they came back to the city of Jerusalem and uh, these two people, Joshua and Zerubbabel, they decided, okay, you know, the, the, the temple was destroyed, okay? And they decided to build a temple again. And when only the foundation was laid, okay, they started worshiping, they started giving sacrifice, okay? And they again sang and they worshiped and they said, his faithful love endures forever, his mercy endures forever, his steadfast love endures forever, all right? Now, if you notice, there is a pattern here, okay? Every time when it has to do with the temple of God or ark of God, they made sure that they sacrificed and 
they said the phrase that his mercy endures forever. Okay, they worshipped. Okay, they sacrificed. You know, I really like what Solomon did. You know, uh, we've been thinking, and I and Sasha, you know, uh, like, like, trust me, he really, really had a lot of wealth because to sacrifice so much that you lose count, you need to to understand and imagine how much wealth he had accumulated, how much cattle, how much sheep, how much uh, uh, you know bulls he had, how many rams he had. So, so, you know, we've been thinking when and how we can reach this place where they, you know, you keep sacrificing, you keep sacrificing that even you don't know the count, okay? Now, in, in, in today's generation, what is a sacrifice, okay? It's, it's either time, sacrificing social media, okay, going away from Instagram and all, and uh, your, your, your money, your finance. Okay, these are the only few options we have. And, you know, uh, food, yes. Now... Uh, so, you know, we've been thinking like how we can sacrifice, how we can reach to a place because, you know, Solomon was somebody who had wisdom and he had understanding and he realized that his father did something. His father wrote a song and, he, and you know, he worshipped, he sacrificed and he obeyed, okay? And if you read Ezra chapter 3, there also it's mentioned that they did all of this as prescribed by David, okay? So you need to understand that David had a revelation and he did something and he, start, he made sure that he passed on what he did for generations to come. So even when they went back to exile, they lived there and when they came back, they remembered what their, his great fathers had done and they did the same thing, all right? So every time this... This phrase was mentioned, there was an activity that happened. You know, the Ark of God was brought, the temple was built, the temple was rebuilt, the altar was rebuilt so that they can do sacrifice. And now, if we come to the New Testament, we don't have all of that. We don't have a temple. Do we have a temple? Okay, the temple is still there, but do we have access to that? Can we go to Jerusalem? Especially not at this time. Okay, because what, what's happening, you know, it's, we cannot go there. But, you know what, Bible calls us His temple. Bible tells us that His Holy Spirit lives in us. Okay, and Bible also calls us as high priest. Okay, so now it's our responsibility that we make sure that we being the temple, we being the altar, we being the, the, the temple of the Holy Spirit, we being the high priest, we need to make sure that we keep remembering His mercy. We keep uh, worshipping His mercy. Alright? So, we are here. We are His temple. We are uh, His, his uh, high priest. And every time they had to do anything with, with the temple, with the altar, with the ark of God, they made sure that they worship. And now, today, we are all scattered. You know, everybody is scattered. There are only few people here. Now, you need to make sure that your house become a temple of God. Okay? Now, if you say your house is a temple of God, how many wants your house to become a temple of God? Okay? If you want your house to become a temple of God, you need to make sure that there is sacrifice happening in your house. Okay? There has to be a consecration happen in your house. Okay? Because you are high priest. Because a high priest cannot do any activity in the temple if he is not cleansed himself. 
if he has not consecrated himself. So make sure that in this time, you know, in this difficult time where we are all scattered, we should make sure that each and everybody builds a temple in your own house. Okay? Now, what's the, uh, the role of a temple? Okay? You know, there are so many temples by other religion as well. What's the role of a temple? Whenever a temple is built, what happens? People gather there. Okay? Now, the enemy has tried its best to scatter us. Okay? But if we make our house as a temple of God, people should be drawn to that house. People should be drawn to that temple. All right? And especially in this time where we have a clear instruction that we have to worship this entire month, you know, I would encourage everybody, make sure that the sound of your worship goes outside your house so that people around you will hear. People around you will know that there is a temple in this house. There is a, a, a Jesus lover in this house. There is a high priest in this house. All right? so, so that's my encouragement to you. All right? And um, while I was searching this term, your mercy, his mercy endures forever, his steadfast love endures forever, I realized that these terms were mentioned in, in First Chronicles, 2 Chronicles uh, 5 and 7, in Jeremiah, in Ezra, and in a lot of place in Psalms. And then it ends. It's nowhere mentioned in the New Testament. Okay? Go home and do your research. You, you, if you search for the word, his mercy endures forever or his steadfast love endures forever, it's not mentioned in the New Testament. And, you know, I was clicking the next button, next button, next button. It stopped at uh, Jeremiah. Uh, so, so, you know, our book is, it's, it's not in a chronological order in the way it is written. Okay, if you notice, the, the book of Ezra comes before Jeremiah. But Ezra was written after Jeremiah, I think around 400 or 500 BC. All right? And I realized it's nowhere mentioned in the New Testament. And then, then I started pulling my head, not literally, but like, you know, I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? You know, why, why it's not mentioned in the, in the New Testament? Why? What happened? Did, did people stop believing that his mercy endures forever? And uh, I realized, you know, his steadfast love, his mercy actually manifested for us in a form of Jesus. Okay, let's read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 and 6. It says, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4, it says, But God, it's so rich in mercy. Alright, so you know the exact phrase is not there, but yes, here Paul is also realizing and he also understands that God is so rich in mercy that he loved us so much. Does anybody have a doubt that God doesn't love us? Okay? Because he, we all know what we have done in our past. Okay? If you close your eyes for 30 seconds, whoa, there's enough reason for you to hate yourself. But our God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much. The next verse it says that even though we were dead because of our sins, okay? Is there a sinless spotless person in this house? Is anybody watching online? Is there anybody who is sinless? No. Okay? That even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. You know? 
that much God had mercy over our life. That we were dead because of our sin. Not literally dead, okay? If you, if you sin, the uh, Bible says the, the wage of sin is death, okay? The, the cause of sin is death. So if you sin, you're dead. You're spiritually dead. So even though if we were dead because of our sin, he gave life to us when he raised Christ from the dead. And it is only by God's grace that you have been saved, okay? You need to understand, we have grace over our life because God has mercy. Because God is a merciful God, all right? And, you know, um, the Old Testament people just experience the, the mercy of God. You know, they had a revelation of, of mercy of God. David had a revelation of mercy of God that endures forever, okay? And he wrote a song, and then his son followed. And then deep down many generations later, uh, Jeremiah, uh, God spoke to Jeremiah. So Jeremiah didn't, so you know, in, in Jeremiah 33, I believe, uh, God, God said, you know, he, 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 he promised that, you know, things may look here and there, but there'll come a time that everybody will be joyful, the bride, the groom, and everybody would be done. And they will sing the song that his mercy endures forever. And then late, then Ezra, uh, when they built the altar, they said, okay, they only had the revelation of, of the mercy of God. But, you know, John 3.16, the most famous word, it says, we actually saw the manifestation of mercy in a form of Jesus. Okay? That for, this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Okay? God showed his steadfast love. Okay? That he decided, okay, take my son Jesus. Okay? And, you know, trust me, it's you and I who are supposed to be hung up on that cross. But God showed mercy and Jesus became that, that sacrifice for us. And so it's, it's so important for us to, to realize that God loves us. You know, uh, you know it's, it's not something, a very new sermon or a new teaching that you have. I believe everybody must have heard about this sermon, you know. But my, my point or the only encouragement that you have that keep going back to God, keep realizing, keep, keep acknowledging His mercy and His love that He showed. And trust me, you know, even here in John 3.16, do you see the last two words? It, it mentions about eternal life, okay? Which, which proves that the revelation that David had, that His mercy endures forever, and the manifestation of His mercy that we see in the form of Jesus Christ, Okay, God said that if, if, if I loved you so much that here is my son and anybody who believes in him will have eternal life. Okay, like he will endure forever. He will have an eternal life. You will endure forever in heaven if you believe in him, if you obey his commandment, if you do whatever he says. Okay. It's possible, okay? And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna finish with this last verse, Luke 6.36, okay? This is what Jesus taught us, you know, when he was teaching to, 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 to the people around him. He said, be merciful 
as your father is merciful. Okay, it's an instruction from, from Jesus Christ. Okay, now the question to ask is, are we merciful to other people? Have we shown mercy? Okay, I know, I know few people, their spirit are so good, they are, and I would encourage you to keep doing that. You know, you need to show mercy because your father in heaven showed mercy to you. Okay, your father in heaven loved you so much that he gave his only son so that you will not have the punishment that you deserve. He showed mercy, he showed grace, and Jesus was hanged on that cross for our sin. And because of that, we've been liberated. Because of that, the, the, the helper of which, which, which Jesus Christ promised is with us at the moment. Because of which, we are the temple of God. Okay, we are high priests. It only happened because of what Jesus did on that cross. Alright, so here's my encouragement to you. you. You make sure that you acknowledge His mercy throughout this, this month. You know, this month, you know, if, if possible, uh, I don't know if it's, it's actually possible to list down all the mercy that God has shown over your life, but if, if you can, just write it down. Or whenever you have time, whenever you have mercy, uh, whenever you have an opportunity, just acknowledge God and thank God for His mercy. Okay? Because of His love that He has shown for you. And, and, and as we worship, as we worship, worship with this revelation that He loves us. Okay? Now, I know, you know, all this while, you know, the moment uh, you, you've, you've become a Christian and you've accepted Christ, you've been, you've been hearing this, okay? But I want you all to worship with this understanding, with the understanding that He is merciful, He is love, He's loving, He's kind. And like I said before, you know, when you're dealing with God, it's for eternal, all right? Can we all close our eyes? Father, thank you for this, this time that you have, have given us. Even though the situation is, is not favorable, but still your, your people, they came together so that we can reach out to a people, we can reach out to generation, we can reach out to, to all, the, all the members of a church who are not able to physically meet. And, and encourage them and, and share this good news, share this, this message, share this encouragement that your mercy endures forever. And Father, thank you. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for what you have done for us. Father, we'll be, be forever grateful. And help us to worship this month with the understanding of who our God is with an understanding of what God has done in our life. And so that when we are in heaven, okay, we will worship you. But while we are on this earth, help us to worship like we really are in heaven. Yes, Master. Thank you. Yes, Master, we give you all glory because you alone deserve the glory, Master. Yes, Master. So once again, I, I pray and I bless every heart that has been faithfully sowing into this ministry. I pray especially for the leaders of the church who have been constantly interceding for the people 
and we also pray for the the spiritual covering that we have our pastor and and our bishop master thank you thank you we 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 acknowledge your mercy oh lord we know that you have shown grace and you have shown favor and you have shown love over us and we'll be forever grateful for that lord and lord as we worship help us to worship in truth and in spirit master father wherever we worship let that place become the temple of god wherever we worship let your presence enthrone in that house o oh lord father wherever we worship and we give sacrifice o oh lord let that sacrifice please you master yes lord and help us to sacrifice the way solomon did you know our challenges you know our struggle you know what we lack okay but we know who our god is we know how much mercy he has shown we know how much he has you have loved us father thank you for john 316 master thank you for the love that you shown and help us to believe help us to believe in your son help us to 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 preach out the good news preach out the gospel of jesus christ to people around us oh lord yes master let there be no chance let there be no opportunity where we fail to acknowledge the mercy fail to acknowledge the grace that you have shown us fail to acknowledge what jesus did on that cross master help us to be your word carrier we know that that in days to come more persecution will come more more tough challenges and situation will come oh lord but help us to build us from inside oh lord in this in this time oh lord so that when there is no word coming from outside your word has filled us so much from inside oh lord that we will not we will not feel dry in our spirit lord help us to to memorize all the songs oh lord so that whenever there is no opportunity to read a song oh lord we can worship on our own help us to write new song master yes Thank you master thank you for what you have done in Jesus name we pray amen Thank you for tuning in for today's sermon we hope it blessed you do visit us at dreamingrevival.com for more information you're welcome to tune in every sunday for our live celebration service at 11 a.m. at youtube.com/pastorpreeti God bless you and have a blessed week